In a world where truth is suppressed, information is censored, and alternative ideas are silenced, one group refuses to be muzzled. Despite shadow bans on social media, low downloads, and crickets on Patreon, one group refuses to be a mainstream media puppet. Today, we honor that one group, the heroes of the cannabis airwaves. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the Podcasters. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining us and welcome back. We have another great show in store for you today. Morris Beagle is here to talk about his podcast, Let's Talk Hemp. Morris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Dan. Good to be back talking to you. It's good to see you. Yeah, thanks for doing this. When people ask me to describe you, I always say the same thing. I say Morris is a stone-cold entrepreneur. <laughs> and fortunately, a good chunk of your entrepreneurial energy is directed towards hemp, which I want to talk about. But before we talk about that, let's talk about entrepreneurs in general. Do you think the reason that so many successful podcasters are entrepreneurs is just because of our curious nature? Absolutely. I think that being an entrepreneur, you're always looking to talk to others that are of somewhat of a like-mindedness and trying to always grow and get ideas for your own business or how you're going to work with other potential businesses and so forth. Yeah, I agree. I agree. A lot of podcasters struggle to land big name guests, but you've never seemed to have that problem. In fact, you've had so many high profile guests on your show, including what was, it was prior to becoming governor, but the current governor of Colorado, Jared Polis, was a guest on your show. Can you tell us about that interview? Yeah, so Governor Polis, who was Congressman Polis, has been my congressman in my district. It's District 2 in Colorado. I'm in the Loveland Fort Collins area. And he served five terms here as a congressman for the U.S. House of Representatives and spoke at our event starting in 2015. He's always been very supportive of the hemp industry here in Colorado, as well as nationally, and a huge supporter of the cannabis marijuana scene overall, not only in Colorado, but nationally as well. And he announced his governor run back in 2018. And fortunately, we called and said, hey, would you like to be on our podcast for our Earth Day episode? Because he's very environmentally conscious. And we did get, at that time, Congressman Polis on the show to talk about what he was going to do if he became governor. And, and we got him on, spoke to him for 20, 30 minutes, and it was great. That is so cool. That is so cool. I mean, it gives the whole industry validation when, when a congressman, soon to be governor, is comfortable enough to come onto somebody's podcast. I think that, you know, it says a lot about you. He trusted you, but it also says a lot about our industry. You're involved in so many entrepreneurial endeavors. One, the one that I want to talk about is you produce the nation's largest hemp expos. Does that give you a unique vantage point, helping you see things before they come trends or challenges? I think so. It's definitely been eye-opening for me to see how things have evolved since 2012, 
we launched NOCO Hemp Expo in 2014. That was the first event, but I went to a few smaller events, went to some cannabis events, and it's like, we need a hemp event. And just seeing how it grew from 2014, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and all the influx of companies doing various things, people failing, people succeeding, and where we are today, I have got a lot of insight as to what is going to be coming next. And it's been a challenging thing because we've had all these regulatory obstacles with the USDA and the FDA and the DEA still keeping their nose in our business. And there's a variety of reasons why the DEA is still in our business. And I think we might even get to that here in a second. Well, we definitely will. And I think that, like I said, at your vantage point, being the producer of such large shows, you get to hear all the cutting edge information. You get to hear what the exhibitors are saying, some of the challenges that they're running into. And you also hear about the challenges. And you brought along a clip from your show. Can you set that up? Tell us what we're about to hear. Yeah. So I got Mariel Weintraub, who has been a friend and colleague of mine for probably six years now. She used to work for a lab called Eurofins, and then she went on to work for another company. Now she's actually the president of the U.S. Hemp Authority, which is a a body that certifies hemp products. And it's a self-regulating certification here in the hemp industry that we've created. The U.S. Hemp Authority certifies products and verifies them for consumer confidence. So consumers know, hey, there's no heavy metals in here. These are grown appropriately. It's USA, yada, yada. There's a whole list of criteria what they do. But anyway, Mario is an expert in her field with compliance and regulation. And we got on the topic of Delta 8 because Delta 8 is a big topic here in the hemp industry right now. And it's creating a lot of waves and issues for a lot of companies and regulators and people are passing laws in different states and banning it. And and so where are we going with this? And this conversation that I had with Mario was a great conversation. We touched on a lot of different areas of this debate. Well, let's play it and then we'll circle back and talk a little bit about it afterwards. Hang on one sec. You know, the Delta 8 thing is definitely something new for our industry. And it was never the intention of the Farm Bill to have this product that can get you high as hemp derived. Right. And I think where I have my reservations is the fact that this product is primarily made up of an intoxicating cannabinoid. It's being sold under the guise of legal hemp. And I think that could really undermine the hard fought efforts to secure FDA regulation. It's good stuff. I mean, she's got a point. For sure. And this whole thing has undermined the hemp initiative to get CBD regulated as a dietary supplement and a food and beverage additive because all of a sudden we've got this cannabinoid, Delta-8, which is intoxicating. And as an industry, for decades, we've been preaching that hemp doesn't get you high. And now we've got a product that does get you high that's being sold under the guise of hemp. And the argument from the hemp side of things is, well, the farm bill legalized all cannabinoids as long as the material comes in at 0.3% or less Delta 9 THC. If we're talking cannabinoids, we're talking naturally occurring cannabinoids. And now Delta 8, as far as a naturally occurring cannabinoid on the hemp side of things, is very minuscule. It's like 0.00 whatever. But 
what's happening is there is a huge oversupply and has been a huge oversupply of CBD biomass and CBD isolate and crude and so forth out on the market for the last several years. And this is a result of the FDA not doing their job and regulating this like they should have once the farm bill passed. That was the intention of Congress. So all of a sudden we have all of this material and cannabis people have a lot of ingenuity. And it's, <laughs> what are we going to do with this? How can we get rid of it? Well, let's convert all of this CBD into another cannabinoid. Let's synthesize it. And they figured out how to synthesize all of this CBD into Delta-8 or Delta-9 or Delta-10. So you can take a molecule, synthesize it into another molecule that is intoxicating. And then all of a sudden, here's a new product that we can start selling. And it's a gray area because, okay, well, the farm bill did say this and this. And, and you can try to use that argument as a loophole. And our industry has done that. And I get it. I know why people have been doing it. And, and I'm not anti-Delta-8. I don't think it should be illegal but it is a synthetic cannabinoid. Everything that's out there on the market, 100% is synthetic. And our industry basically came together several years ago, the Hemp Industries Association included, saying we are against synthetic cannabinoids. We're against gas station CBD. Mm-hmm. It's an argument that we've been making for a long time. But all of a sudden now, there's a lot of reversal of those original positions by people in the industry that you know, where are we going to go? So we, we do have a divide in the industry, but I'm on the side that this really should be regulated as an adult use product in the adult use market. 21 plus. Does that mean it has to go into dispensaries or is there another avenue channel to regulate it? Well, that could happen if we're going to try to carve out another swim lane, but I don't think that's realistic given where we already are trying to get CBD as its own thing with the FDA, which hasn't happened and it's still creating all kinds of problems for the entire CBD industry. Until that happens, Delta 8 just needs to not be in our industry because it's just creating problems for the long term of the industrial hemp industry, the CBD side of it and the fiber and grain side. Because the DEA looks at this stuff and it says, hey, there's a bunch of bad actors trying to work around the system and do things the way it wasn't intended. And they're going to keep involved in our industry as long as people are doing these type of activities. Just what you said is the reason why your show is so successful, because you know this stuff inside and out. So if you have a guest on your show, they can't snow you. <laughs> they say something, you're like, hang on a minute. You're talking to somebody who knows this stuff. And clearly, if anybody just listened to what you just said, it's obvious that the hemp industry and all the facets of it, whether it's making guitars out of hemp or it's running trade shows. I mean, you're right at the forefront of it. And I think that's one of the reasons why your show is so successful. Before we wrap, I want to just ask you one podcasting question. You do something unique on your show where you have guest hosts. How does that work? And what are some of the benefits of having rotating guest hosts? So that was a new thing that I tried this year. I had a partner guest host, Rick Trojan, did the first several seasons with me. And going into this season, I wanted to try something different and invite in a different guest host every episode because I know so many great leaders in this industry. And and if I can invite an Andrea Herman in to be a guest host or Joy Beckerman was a guest host, on one. And I had Lorena Beltran from Mexico. It was just a a trial and error thing for me. It's here's something I haven't done before. It seems like it would be fun. I could grab several different 
people that are very knowledgeable, as knowledgeable as me or more so, and then have them compliment the show and bring on some additional guests. And we just go back and forth. And it, it was a fun thing to do this year. Well, there's that entrepreneurial spirit coming out and crafting a new way to do podcasts. A new episode of Less Talk Hemp comes out every other week on all the major podcast sites, including PodConnects, where you can also apply to be a guest. Morris, I wish we had more time, but this is great. Guys, tune in. Let's talk hemp. Morris, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, thanks, Dan. And great job on all the shows you do. You're like a podcast wizard and you've got great hosts on all your different shows that you put together and keep doing what you're doing. You're providing great information to the community. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey there, my name is Leah Babrudi, and I'm the founder and host of Chicks Podcast, where I discuss cannabis, psychedelics, and other natural medicines. I not only interview people who use them as treatment for different conditions, but also the entrepreneurs who share their knowledge on how they built their businesses. If this sounds interesting to you, give my show a listen. I'm sure you'll learn something that'll surprise you.